we'll see where the world goes as we, as we go forward because the numbers are very different now, yeah. you know. So we're live right now. So, right. so, so behave yourselves, All people. Right. Start, stop talking about personal stuff. That's it. That's Let's it. just keep it keep it about business and real estate and stuff now. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Let's keep it all above board at this point. Yes, okay, so. I have an 800 credit score. <coughs> all right. Yes, I do. I, I dang well should. Anyways, yep. I'm sorry. That's good. I, uh, I don't know why I just envisioned George with the bobblehead. I have oh. 800 plus five. Oh, Jorge. Yeah. Jorge. Uh, okay, so. Uh, so we're recording our program for Las Vegas Real Estate Now, which will be on uh, KDWN this Saturday at 11 a.m. Okay. And um, this Saturday is a really important day. It's your birthday. <laughs> Damn, you spilled the beans there, Sin. Look yeah. at that. See, it's my birthday Saturday. Happy birthday early. Th- Will you have you. your toes in any sand or anything like that? He'll no. have his hand around, around a glass of wine, I bet. You know it. You know yeah. it. A great Several. glass of wine and a really some good food. Solid glass of wine. A big, Maybe a jug of wine. A Are jug of wine. You think you'll go out or you stay home? You know, um, don't know yet. I don't know. Huh? You need to go see a new show? Maybe. Oh yeah, that's right. Nice I got tickets gift. to the new show. You got yeah. a nice little gift Awakening, I, I did at, uh, awakening the win, right? At the yeah. win, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, anyway, you're you're hearing voices, and those voices would be uh, John Ingram and Cynthia Ward, and uh, they're going to be on the program today. And I know John and I are gonna be, we're going to be talking about ways to uh, maneuver your mortgage so that you can make it affordable. Sure. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. That's one thing we're going to talk about. And I hear you. We're gonna you're going to share some info about like how deals are being structured in today's world. Exactly. Get so a little bit of the insight A little compare that. and contrast about what's happening right now versus what happened last year and what may happen later this year again. Okay. So I like that. Let's, let's, let's keep an eye on that. And that's where we're going to – so there's, there's some nice little teases for you guys listening on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Um, so in the meantime, let's just get started. Let's do this thing. I have some articles too, by the way, just so you know. Um, one of them's on visitation here. It's just shy of the records but really, really good for mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. tourism? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And then California is apparently not, not wanting to cooperate with the Colorado River Pact right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw this article. That Did just hit see? the news last night, That actually. just hit the news, yeah. So California is going to be fussy about this. All Six out of the seven states submitted their, yep. their yep. proposals for how to right. make yep. the water work, and we're, California said, we need a few more days. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we, got, we, got, we got issues with that California. I'm glad I was up on that topic. Now. You I'm are. Plugged in. And then, of course, uh, they, you know, there's an article about home uh, home builder sales here in the Valley, but... But we'll talk about all that stuff as we get on there. So let's go ahead and start our program here. Let me get my clock started. I wish you would. We're very excited. <laughs> we need to get rolling here. Yeah. And could you put a few more business cards in that little phone case? <laughs> right. I know, right? That's quite thick. Well, right. you know what? And I have to refill it like almost every other week. I have to keep putting, oh, look at this him is how I This is how yeah, I hand them out. You're bragging bragger, in public. Well, you know what? Okay, so people use, they, you know what you do with these things? You stick them in the spokes of the bicycle. And oh, when you go, it sounds right. like a motorcycle. Yeah. That's, oh. that's what happens that's, with these. That's what happens. <laughs> First of all, I don't think kids have bicycles anymore. Oh, yeah. It's all And they like don't have clothespins either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no clothespins. No clothespins anymore. That's like, a, that's like, be like one of those jokes. Have you seen like uh, videos of millennials trying to dial a rotary phone? Yeah. Where they don't have any idea how to do it? No way. A clothespin, I would imagine, is another Thing they maybe have never seen. They're in not looking at that. Yep. All right. You know what? I, when I let's save this for on air, guys. Let's, save. Sorry, let's, let's get right. let's go okay. let's get going. We got to. I'm, I'm just immediately into the chat. Yeah, right. you're immediately into it. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to our show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, got oh I got him in full breath. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
One of these days, right, One of these days. I apologize. Okay, right. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's. Educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.00488897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, 702-203-1165. On our program today, we have two uh, outstanding guests. We have uh, John Ingram here. Welcome back, John. Hello. Hello, everybody. And we also have my partner, Cynthia Ward. Welcome back, Sin. Hey. Sin, what's your your NRED number? S. Four three zero zero zero. Yeah, she's she's been, zeros. She's she, hers is a little lower than mine. She's been doing a little bit longer than me even. Okay, and I've been doing it for twenty two years. So there you go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, John yeah, John has an NMLS number. His is five five two five nine six. So we got Thanks. all of our just all of that stuff out of the way. Out of the way. Let's all, get into the good part. Now let's get to the good stuff. So let's John, talk about clothespins. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, before yeah. the show, we were talking about clothespins, guys. We'll get back to that later, though. Yeah, okay, yeah. so, uh, John, I really want to talk to you about uh, ways that we're starting. We're starting to see creative ways that uh, I see builders doing this. I see other lenders doing it. Creative ways to help buyers keep their interest rates low. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, tell, tell us about the – I think it's called a 2-1 buy-down or something like that. Yeah, I mean, so there's this big conversation that's happening pretty much on every transaction, which goes to affordability. How do I make this house – more affordable to me uh, for the at the time of purchase, knowing that interest rates have pushed up at least significantly compared to what has been the recent past. People are, are eager to find ways, and and things started out with doing arm loans and other and uh, you know uh, paying points and buying down your interest and an arm loan and, just so there's it's an adjustable rate mortgage. So, correct, and that's and that's for those of us who endured the mid two thousand. It's a scary term. Yeah, it was frightening. Yeah, but, because but it has its place. It does. It does have its place. It, it does have right. its place, right? right. So th- those strategies, and then where we ended up, we brought back something old and made it new again. And these, this is a um, what we call a temporary buy down. And what it is is um, a temporary reduction to your permanent interest rate. So for possibly the first two years, maybe the first three years, your interest rate is artificially lowered away from where it would be. Um, where you're paying something lower. So as you said, the 2-1 buy-down basically says, let's pretend you have an interest rate of 6%. Mm -hmm. Well, for the first year, you start your payment as if your interest rate is 2% lower. 4%. 4% instead of 6. Mm -hmm. You pay that for 12 months. And then at the beginning of year two, it rises to the second level, which is a 1% reduction. So now you're paying 5% for a year. And then eventually at year three, you reach your permanent interest rate that doesn't ever go any higher, but now you're at the 6% that your loan would naturally have. Okay. I had a quick question. Shoot. On the cost savings of that, yeah. does it show up on the back end? No, this is all okay. money saved by the the homeowner and by the person so who's paying that mortgage. it's savings across the board. Absolutely. It's not being hidden somewhere. But, it, but, it's, but it is paid for. In advance, usually, norm, I mean, you might have someone, the buyer's not paying for this. Yeah, the buyer's actually not allowed to pay for this. Okay. Um, it must be paid through a credit through the seller. And in, uh, in this case, a lot of the builders are doing this. They're buying, well, they're and, buying that, that artificial rate. sellers who are wanting to, to sell their properties, they're Incentivized, offering Incentivized, yeah. Sellers can do this, and it, it costs them usually a couple of points yep. towards their sale, against their sale price. And don't mean to get off topic, but a buyer can buy their rate down. 
on their own, just not in this program. Not, not a temporary, temporary bite. Right. They can do permanent bite-outs, right. yes, permanent reductions. But one of the interesting things that melds into with all this, the temporary buy-down dollars are not wasted if people refinance in the future. And this is the key kind of benefit distinction and why it's so sort of the hot topic of the moment. We believe and, and sort of the industry believes that we're going to see lower interest rates ahead. And if that's the case, many people will end up refinancing out of the loans that they get today, mm-hmm. whether it be a year from now, two years from now, whatever, whenever it might possibly happen for them. Um, when you do permanent buy downs, when you're spending money on an interest rate to make it permanently lower, as soon as you replace that loan with a new loan, a new interest rate, any benefits from that buy down are lost to you. Right. Mm. It no longer serves your benefit. You're going to have a new interest rate, which will be that interest rate, regardless of any money you prepaid on the old loan. Uh, the that is not the case in a temporary buy down, a temporary buy down paid by the seller basically funds an account that will hold all the dollars that are used to subsidize your payment for those first couple of years. And so that account exists whether you refinance or not. And so if you did refinance a year from now, any dollars in that account get applied to the principal of your loan automatically all at once. And so none of it is wasted should Mm -hmm. that come to pass. So if you had $10,000 in this account... And when you refinance, you've got five left over. That's right. That goes to your principal. That's right. Five, The five grand gets applied to the payoff, lowering the payoff of your existing mortgage, and then you're replacing it with whatever new loan you're obtaining. This is this is really, I mean, okay, this is really important to understand. So let's let's do let's do a scenario here. Okay, so okay. I've, I've got a buyer to buying a house, 500000 Yes. They're going to finance 400000 of that, so they're yes. 20% down. The seller comes to the table and says, okay, I'm going to help you with this temporary thing. So they're going to come in with... Two percent of the five hundred thousand. Probably nine thousand dollars in that circumstance. Nine thousand dollars. They're coming in. They're they're going to put nine thousand dollars into an account that's going to help artificially lower. I'm saying artificially, but it really does lower it. Their interest rate for the first and second year. Two points the first year. One point the second year. Yeah. Okay. So then I decide to refi in a year, and what Sin's point was, there's still five thousand dollars left in that account to augment that interest rate. Yes. That money gets applied to my new principal and reduce my new principal by that amount. Yeah, instead of, in refi. your example, you really simple terms, you owed 400 right. now you owe 395 395 And that's what whatever else I bought down. Okay, so, got it. Yeah, for sure. Got it. I guess, so you're holding in a escrow at impound account? Or yeah. Like, so if the rates mean buy, buy, you're buying it down immediately, you know, artificially or temporarily, why isn't that money going away immediately? Well, and the key here is is, is the, the word difference. Mm. We're not buying the rate down. We are subsidizing the payment for <laughs> a specific number of payments. So two years, 24 payments, we're subsidizing that. And so those dollars right. sit into account and slowly drip out the amount of money needed each month, month by month, until it's all used up. So it's like an impound account. It's kind yeah. of like an impound. Yeah, yeah. So, so if your payment was $1,000... He's, he's applying $50 a month to it, and so you're only paying nine fifty, and, and the 50s coming out of that account to augment it. And that, that connects to the whole day, a whole idea that this is not any kind of adjustable rate mortgage, right? right? right. This it's is still a, a 6% mortgage. Yeah, it's a 6% mortgage, right. but effectively you're using the, the seller's money to help pay that monthly payment for the first couple of years. Okay, so here's a really important question. I remember back when I heard this, we used this program many years ago. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. very common. My first house, I bought it with a, Right, a, we bought it with a buy. I did yeah. the same thing. We bought yep. it with a buy now. And we, we only had to be approved on the lower rate. 
That is not the case. Okay, in that's what I wanted to find out. You yeah. qualify off of bad case scenarios so at the highest rate. Okay. 6%. Once again, yeah. the mortgage industry trying to play it's very safe. Smart. Right? And that's the thing that scared me because if I can only afford it at 4% and two years at 6 and I haven't improved my income, Correct. I'm in trouble. Nope, but you're qualifying at the worst at 6%. Case. Yeah. Excellent. Love hearing that. That's yeah. that's a really important point For to make. Sure. Because that's what scares people. Because if the two years comes and goes and it's 6%, you're back at 6%. Yeah, that's correct. You're six percent. Yeah, if if you do nothing, right, you're getting the in, in this imaginary example the six percent rate that you started out with in the first place. Right? And maybe you, you didn't never, see it. Maybe in that two year period, you didn't see an opportunity to refi. Maybe there was wasn't right. for whatever reason there wasn't an opportunity or whatever happened. You just couldn't do it. So yeah, you're that's that's I'm, exactly kind of one of the other lessons that came out of the previous crisis was right. there was so much of this talk about oh you'll just refinance into some other loan <laughs> yeah. when your adjustment period is up, like on those adjustable rate mortgages right. well now the industry is super sensitive to saying i can't guarantee you the ability to refinance of course your finances may change the loan rules may change your house value may change in a negative way if any of those come to fa- pass and they block you from refinancing we're trying to make sure you're going to be okay rain or shine. yeah that's why you qualify them at the higher rate that's i right. love that no, that's yeah. right I, I i when we were we were talking about it, i just it, that's so what was going through my defaults, head yeah i i'm i you know i want my listeners to understand hey listen you're still qualified for six percent guys make sure you know that so you're comfortable with this loan with just in case you can't make right. any changes to it right the good news is it's six percent from then on it never goes up again Yes. That's and, it. Once again, that's an imaginary interest rate, but yes. Yeah, right, right. We're, we're just throwing a number out there. Hey, guys, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to a couple commercials come back. we got a lot more to talk about, so stay tuned. That was good. Cool. Uh, so I th- for me, I think that naturally connects to talking about contracts and how that stuff is actually working out. How are you getting that money today? Those type Let's of things. Let's talk about that. Sin yeah. and I kind of talk about that. And the idea here, Sin, is this, is that if you wanted to buy a house at the beginning of last year, you had to give up a lot. You know, you had to pay over list. You had to waive appraisal. Maybe right. you know, some people were waiving inspections. Right. As much as I hate that, they were doing it. Yeah. Now you don't have to do any of that. But as once interest rates fall again and the inventory remains low, you might have to do that again. Yeah. So you have decisions to make as a buyer right now. That's well, what we're going to try to get into. John and I just getting ready to close on Aya's house. Mm-hmm. And we offered 10 over so they could credit her back 10. So That's she right. could do the interest rate. Plan. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, but we were in a multiple offer situation, so we had to be creative, and we offered more. And appraisal wasn't an issue. It, no, it came in yeah, beautiful. And mechanically, that was that's a better deal for the consumer. Like, it's better to, in this example, pay ten thousand dollars more for the house and get a ten thousand dollar credit than simply getting the house at ten thousand dollars less. Clearly, that right. mechanically was cheaper. And it's important, and we can. Say Maybe we should again. talk about this example. Can okay. we talk about it? Okay. Let's talk about that example because I think it's good. Let's just. This is a specific story about one of our clients, so I think okay. it's, it's a good thing. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Segment two. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's... Seven zero two two zero three one one six five. These guys have been wanting to say that all day. I know that. <laughs> we're gonna have that jingle next time. That's it. There we go. Um, uh, so we were talking about uh, this two one buy down. The other thing that's interesting right now, and Cynthia, you and I can speak to this, and John, you can chime in. 
Is that our market? Thanks for making me feel welcome. All right. (laughs) I do my best. Uh (laughs) Cynthia, right now in in this market right now, we we, we still have kind of a shortage of homes, but there's not a lot of buyer activity right now. Interest rates are are maybe heading in a good direction, but they're not maybe not all the way there. So what's happening right now as opposed to what happened at the beginning of the year. The beginning of the year, you have a buyer. They're they're struggling, right? Right. I mean, they've got to give up the appraisal contingency, pay over list price. Um, uh, Fight tooth and nail for one specific house. Yes, right. and there's so few out there, and they're and and they keep losing and losing and losing. And they're losing to cash buyers. And yeah, right, right, right. They're losing. They're losing left and right, and so they're struggling. And so they finally just throw up their hands and say, "Never mind, I'm not going to buy." Right. right now, they have the opportunity to not only get it at list or even below list price. Certainly, they have the appraisal contingency. They can still utilize that. Inspection contingencies. Inspection contingency. And now, sometimes even, buyers are helping to pay closing costs. Sellers. 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 I mean, sellers. I'm sorry. Sellers are helping to pay closing costs. So with that, buyers have a choice. They got to think now. They really got to think through this. Even though it's a a higher interest rate now, I can maybe knock that that price down and take advantage of this market right now. Yeah. It's, this is a, I, I don't think this is a big window of opportunity, though. Well, no, I don't. But I also think that, when, okay, so when you're getting financing, it's important to talk to your lender. The yeah. agent needs to talk to the lender because they're going to help you determine how to structure your offer. Yeah, and, we can help and, with that for sure. And then he will determine if you... If you're able to get a credit back from the seller. Um, yeah, the reality is, is like you guys will determine what you think the fair price would be or right. what, what price you could potentially negotiate a, a win uh, on. And then you would come to me and we'd talk about, okay, well, structurally from the loan side, we can make use of this amount of credit. Well, And, and you um, helped educate you had them a... on how well to use that credit. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe you want to buy the rate down or maybe it needs to go down towards their out-of-pocket cost for something sure. else. So you, I think it's paramount that the lender is involved in the whole conversation. Because the end, the end of that discussion is there's only two important numbers to this buyer. How much money do I need at closing and then how much money am I paying every month thereafter? Those are the only two numbers that count. Right. Yeah, really. Everything else, right. I don't, you know, you can throw all these numbers and right. once they land, these are the only two that count. I do wonder how many people would be surprised to say, you know, if you pay $10,000 more for a house and end up getting a $10,000 credit because of that, mm-hmm. you end up with a smaller monthly payment than if you'd gotten the house at the lower the, price. The lower price, yeah. or potentially you're thousands and thousands of dollars less out of pocket for that house purchase than if you'd gotten the house at a lower price. So explain that. You're well, paying ten more, ten thousand dollar more than the list price. Right. You're getting ten thousand dollar credit from the seller. Right. So me, yeah, mechanically, a couple of things could happen, <clears throat> and I'm just going to throw out rough numbers. So forgive me, uh, everybody, for listening. Yep. Let's pretend you're buying a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, and and you believe you can get it at two fifty, or, or you can offer the seller a little more and potentially get a credit from them to do it. If you were doing 250 versus 260, for example, that difference in your monthly payment is about $50, okay. just naturally by itself, okay. simply paying $10,000 more for the house. So you can then use your $10,000 credit to A, pay all of your closing expenses potentially, mm-hmm. that's one option, or B, you can use it to affect your interest rate, which $10,000 towards that interest rate would save you hundreds of dollars per month right. as opposed to 
just $50 per month for getting the, the house $10,000 cheaper in price, right? So that's some of the mechanics that are going on there. I want to make so sure I point out that in order to get it to uh, be able to pay a little more than the list price for the house and it's get gotta this credit, it. it's got to be appraised. It has, still has to appraise. Right. The, right. the lender has to yes. believe the house is really worth that. That's important. Yeah, okay. so why, you know, why this, this conversation is so relevant now is that many buyers are out there and they're expecting to be able to knock that price down a bit. Right. They, you know, the, the, the house is listed for this number, but I want to get a few thousand, maybe 10,000 off or whatever that negotiation might be. So you can make that choice. Rather than knock down the price, would you rather to get that in credits for you to use? And, right. and mathematically, in many cases, if you're looking to affect the amount of cash you come out of pocket with or the monthly payment you're going to pay, Better to get the house with a, with a credit than simply at a lower price. Indeed, yeah, I agree. Um, and, and again, you you pencil this out with your lender. Yeah, yeah. decide. You okay. I can to show see you the, the numbers. Scenarios. Right. Yeah. Each, every Work deal is different. Scenarios. Every buyer is unique. You know, so you need to sit down and just math. And again, you're looking at two basic numbers: how much money do I need to close, and how much money am I paying every month thereafter? That's what boil it down to that. Right. And decide which one's better for you. If I come out of pocket a little bit more money closing, but my payment's a hundred dollars less a month. You know, now I can go to Starbucks every well, week, and, you know. And let's also go to the seller side. The reason you're paying $10,000 over and asking, so it's palatable to the seller right. because their yeah. number doesn't change either. Indeed. Yeah, they're right. getting the bottom line that they they, they feel like is a deal for them. Right. Uh, you know, right. that makes sense for them. They can still get that, assuming the house will appraise right. and be done. Indeed. Or in other instances, maybe the house is listed at two fifty, but you think it's really only worth Two forty, you still offer them two fifty and ask for the ten thousand sure. dollar credit. Sure, you know yeah. you can do. You're paying exactly what you think the house is worth. Exactly, and financial mechanics wise, you're able to make a better deal out of that for yeah. sure. And I'm seeing that sort of all the time, which goes to sort of the negotiations and things that we're having today. Is yes, I'm seeing buyers, you know, knock down the list price on houses, and that was not the case twelve months ago for right. sure. Yep, we are seeing the buyers negotiate for credits, and as you say, not not waiving contingencies, and, right, and protections built into the contract. So it's a really sort of opportune time. Mm-hmm. And then you hinted at the fact that how long will this last? That's right. the thing that I said, you know, we're seeing, we're already seeing the inventory shrunk again. Well, I'm seeing an uptick in activity on buyers. Me too. Personally. Yeah, there so, has yeah. been mortgage applications from December to January up 28%. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm seeing it too. And, and I'm, and the listings I have are getting showings mm-hmm. again that they, I mean, I had, I mean, in, in September and October, I don't think I got more than three showings on all my listings right. combined. I mean, yeah. it was, it was awful, but now we're seeing uh, showings on virtually all my listings. And that, so, that does feel bottomish to me. Yeah. I mean, that's when it was yeah. really at its worst, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're starting to see it get better and the inventory continues to shrink. So we're heading back to a point in time where that negotiation might not, might go back to the seller again. Yeah. Right. This is what I'm telling like the clients that I talk to is. Right now, you have some leverage with sellers, and, and you're able to negotiate. If we go forward six months in time or four months in time, potentially, yeah. and interest rates are lower and buyers are a bit more active than they are now, we could really quickly overwhelm the amount of inventory that right. we have in our market. And they'll lose their negotiation ability. And right. Here, here's, here's, and here's where I want, buyer, what I want in your head if you're thinking about buying right now is that if I buy now, yeah, I have a higher interest rate. If I want to wait for the interest rate to get lower, okay, I understand why you're doing that. But think about this. You're going to own this home for a long time. And over time, you're, you may have an opportunity to get an even lower rate than what might be six sure, months from now. Sure. So if you're going to refi anyway at some point in the future, get the house now. If, yeah. Get if it done. If you can afford the payment, absolutely. You, oh, yeah, you have to. Absolutely. Right. If you, if you find a house you love and you can afford it, buy it. Just just you know, just yeah. do it. And then you can deal with the payment later. Make sure you can afford what you're paying now, obviously. Right. 
but know that at some time in the future, there's a there's a good likelihood. We're not promising here. Nobody, oh, we don't know. We don't know. Our I mean, crystal ball, best guess. It really is. I mean, there's 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 knowledge here. There's experience here. Right. But we're throwing darts. We don't know. I mean, really. I mean, we're guessing. Um, but yeah. but <laughs> I said throwing darts. I don't know why I said throwing darts. Maybe, maybe we'll hit the bullseye. Maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, but my point is, is if you're a buyer right now, you're thinking, "Geez, I'm going to wait for the interest rates to drop." Guess what? They're going to drop. That we at some point in the future. They're going to drop. Yeah. Well, and people are already getting more comfortable with the interest rate as where it's at right now. That's the key. So there, it took people a little bit of time to get used to a higher rate, and now yeah. that they're kind of well, when John doubled the mortgage rates, I mean, <laughs> John. <laughs> yes, yes, it was bad, all your fault, bad, wasn't it, John? Jerome Powell, we, we talked about it. Yeah, for sure. No, but that was, I mean, that truthfully, as human beings, that was a real problem. To, yeah, to have interest rates double so quickly. Ah. Right. Brutal. Yeah, um, Never happened before. I'm not no, that quick. It, Never. It's historic. Yeah. It's, it is absolutely historic. Guys, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. We're going to run a couple more commercials. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about mortgages. We're also going to talk about our local market and what's happening here in Las Vegas. And then I've got a few articles I want to talk to you guys about. And that, that state to our west that rhymes with California, we'll talk about <laughs> them too. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. You know, Christine went to that um seminar las vegas something oh yeah the thing and there was a big water thing and she took notes and everything it'd be really good for her to talk about it but okay they did have all the representatives from the states up on stage and the the good people like us and the people who actually want to they called out the other states that weren't working with you know trying to negotiate arizona's been a bit of a problem too up till now yeah they they haven't been carrying carrying their load of water no you know what i mean Nevada is really, we're the best one. We're the, people don't we have the smallest. We're, we're leading for sure. And people the, don't realize that. And we have the smallest allotment of anybody. Yeah. I mean, tiny. And we're, I mean, we've, our population wise, we're killing some of these other states, but still, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And California, shame on them. You know, wow. they're saying, well, we just want to, you know, we need to evaluate, you know, you've had, need to evaluate, you've had all this time in the world to look at this stuff. The, the, no, the yeah. counterpoint to it is, is that's where the food is grown. Right. And agriculture is the largest user of the water no out, of, out of the Colorado River. And right. So we've got to be sensitive. We can't just say, you know. You don't get more water. Yeah. Stick it, California. Right. right? <laughs> no. um, well, we can. Easy. This ain't going to work. Yeah. But no, I, I look, I, I do understand. Like an almond, they say each almond. Five gallons. Five gallons of water to grow one almond. Yeah. We can grow less almonds. Yeah. We don't need these almonds. I'm sorry. I, yeah. yeah. it's. I didn't realize how harmful to the environment growing almonds are almonds are t- i mean uh, they they yeah they're the redhead this is good this is good right on air anyways. discussion let's let's bring us on oh, let's bring us but on you're air. not a stepchild carly Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i missed that whole part i don't know what yeah. happened there. okay the old phrase redheaded stepchild oh redheaded yeah. stepchild right yeah. that's it okay here we go <clears throat> welcome back i'm harvey blankfeld you're listening to las vegas real estate now we're here every saturday at 11 a.m if you ever have a question or an idea for our program please call or text me at 702 702- Two zero three one one six five again. That's seven zero two two zero three one one six five. With me now in studio is John Ingram and Cynthia Ward. We've been talking about uh, the market right now, but there was an article in the paper, and I, I, we were kind of talking about this off air, so I want to get right into it. There was an article uh, recently uh, uh, written by Colton Lockhead in the in the RJ, just written uh, earlier this week about California, and this is the headline: California lags as other Colorado River states agree on water cuts. So what happened was the federal government came to the states on the Colorado River Pack mm-hmm. and said, hey guys, work this out, because we can't, you know, we need this. Yeah, you, before we make decisions. Yeah, before right. we tell Your you what to do. committee yeah. needs to. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. So six of the seven states said, okay. What are the six states? Oh, oh geez. Colorado, <laughs> okay. Wyoming, Utah, Utah, Arizona, California, Nevada. Colorado. 
and, uh, and I Nevada. I said Colorado first. Yeah, he did. Uh, but California's the seventh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so Nevada, states. Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming. New Mexico, are six. That's the one I forgot. Yeah, New Mexico. I had six yeah. out of the seven. Okay. So, so th- these six states all said, "Hey, here, here you go. Here you go, Uncle Here's Sam. Proposals. Here's our proposal, Uncle Sam. This is how we're going to save water. We're going to let we're going to let these dams fill back up with water. Yeah, here's we're going to manage it. This right. is what we're going to try and do because there's another key element to this is power. Because if right. you take all yeah, this water, generation out of you the know, dams. Hoover Dam generates a lot of electricity. And right. so if you take, if, if there's no water, there ain't no electricity. Right. So right. that's really an important element. So they need to keep the water flowing through the Colorado. Yeah. So, sure. so six of the seven, and getting the seventh state that rhymes with Malifornia. I like the fact that you choose Mal. I know, I do. It, it's intentionally, yeah. it's intentionally, yeah. yeah. Malfunction. I really thought this through. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for weeks, you know. I really have. Malware on a computer? Exactly. Malifornia. Malifornia. Okay. I don't know. Malfeasance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maladjusted. Um, so California basically said, gee, you know, we're not sure. We don't know. Um, we need more time, teacher. Yeah, we need, need more, more time. time for my homework. Yeah, and they're and so, and they've had. Believe me, they've had ample time to think about this. Yeah. It's not like this. I don't know whether another another week makes a difference. In, but indeed, that's what they said. Indeed. I'm not surprised though. And, Look and, at the source. And California, I mean, they they did commit to reducing uh, by 4.4 million acre feet, um, and they're they're looking to restore the Salton Sea too. I don't remember the Salton Sea is that that little pond they had down in Southern yeah, part of California. Yeah. I don't know why we're looking to restore that. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, why we're filling that one back up? Yeah. I, I What's know. the point there? Um, but anyway, I've got a few proposals. How about covering the open canal that takes the water from the the Colorado River out to the farmland in California? It's entirely open to evaporate. Like sixty percent of that uh, water evaporates right. on its way. Yeah. We can cover that. Yep. You know? Okay, the good news is the Southern Nevada Water Authority is already investing in a huge amount of money in Southern California's recycling program. Right. We are spending money to improve their crop. To improve their water. Their stuff. I'm saying that's not right. Okay, well, here's why, though, Sin. Here's why. We're going to get that money. We will get that back in the form of water. The California will owe us the water. Now, where are they going to get the water? I don't know. They're right. going to probably have to start desalinating the Pacific. It's going to be an IOU that never gets paid. <laughs> well, well, you know, in in look in in the Middle East, they desalinate a lot of water. You know, they highly energy intensive. There very is expensive. a problem with the brine yeah. afterwards. What do you do with all this salt heavily dense salt water? Because <laughs> you can't just dump it back into the ocean. Because so no. it'll it? ruin the ecosystem around where yeah, that so dumping happens. It's so, so what salt. Do they, what do they do with it? Nah, I don't know. That's that's the, they've been holding it in ponds and different things oh, like that. Too. Yeah. But there, yeah. there's a like there's some stuff to be worked. The salt out has to go somewhere, and you don't want it going near your crops. You don't want it right. going sure. on your land. It'll, it really is bad for the ecosystem. So there I, is I, issues. I've heard that like some are dumping it into fallow land, like mm. saying, "Okay, we don't need to use." And I'm just making up the number here, but these thousand acres of farmland, we're going to just dump the water there, right? And it will, yes, it will make crops not grow there any longer. But it's a way to deal so with the salt it's water. It's taking one for the yeah. team, basically. yeah, as opposed to dumping it back in the ocean, right? right. Exactly. Yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to increase the concentration of salt in the ocean in a yeah. small area. Yeah, correct. it'll it'll kill everything around that. So right. that, that makes sense. Right. Okay, but look, my point is simply this: is we're doing that. This, there's an agreement between us and California. Hey, we're going to help you build this thing because we want you to start recycling your water. So you need to take less water from uh, from the Colorado. That's the big thing that uh, California doesn't have that we do, which is all of our internal or indoor water usage is entirely recycled. Right, recycled. Right. They do not recycle. No. Like their systems are built to do that. At all? And At it's, all. No, it's just one time consumption. And, and it goes done. and all the wastewater goes into the Pacific. Right. 
the Just most environmentally we're more modern they yeah they're, yeah we're more betterer yeah more betterer yeah we are i mean yeah, yeah, honestly yeah. Uh, well you think about southern nevada it really is the paragon of water conservation in the united states in the sure. u.s yeah without doubt i mean we, we we've got it right here i'm really proud of our state and sure. what we've accomplished we use less water now with eight hundred thousand more people than we did then correct but because we're so close to lake mead and everybody yeah. thinks we're the ones using all the water i know we yeah, they, they, they do point out, like, oh, all that population living in the desert must be... The- no, no, it's, it's not, not us. us. Yeah. It's, it's not us. But yeah. we do get blamed for it. And, well, the, here's the thing is is that I talk... We, you know, when we're talking to buyers, they're asking about water all the time, aren't all they, the saying, oh, You're going to run out of water there in Las Vegas, aren't you? Well, no, we're not really going to run out of and water. And we have family members telling their family members, oh, don't buy in Vegas, they're going to run out of water. <laughs> yeah, and these people live in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're going to run out of water you, before we run out of water. Did you, did you hear about, like, I think it was the governor of Arizona basically said no to a bunch of new construction. I saw that. they did not have enough water yeah. to sustain the new additional housing for right. those areas. Right. They didn't have the underground aquifers mm-hmm. and other allotments. And he was doing it to protect the agriculture they have there, too, because mm-hmm. they, they grow a lot there, too, which is kind of another issue. But before we, we started talking about this, we were talking off air about, about California. The need, they need water not so much for, for human consumption, but for it's plants, the for, right. for the agriculture. Yeah. They need a lot of it. And so that's that's their big challenge. And then we've all talked about almonds. I mean, almonds <laughs> is an issue. I mean, it takes, what's it, five gallons of water to grow one almond. Right. I mean, that's that's ridiculous to right. me. You know, let's let's not grow almonds, guys. Yeah, let's, let's we can live. We can switch to pistachios. Let's do you something know, else. And I, and I think this is true because I adore my handyman. But um, he was working on a under counter water filtration. You know, the tank right. thing. Yeah, the reverse osmosis thing. Yeah, under but it's under your sink. Mm-hmm. And yes. <clears throat> he told me it takes ten gallons of water to make one. With those for reverse like, osmosis, yeah. Under he said, he said the ratio is a lot higher than people think. That's I, that would surprise me. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look into that. I, yeah, my my BS meter's going off. To yeah, be me honest. too. Um, but me too. Because I know that those things regenerate at night at like three o'clock in the morning. Well, you'll hear he, a little water running he, out. Of, here, here's the test. This is that is, one under is, the is sink exactly though. what I would say. Is Not it. the out in the garage one. The one under the kitchen. No, no, no. But that's on your sink. I know but what you when mean. you have it running, do you hear water being wasted? Like, is there other water running down the sink? Those type of things. Because if it's just you know, I think it's just being filtered. I don't. Yeah. I mean, there is now. There, I mean, for your salt water, your your water softener that that uses up some that yes. wastes some water too. Right. But I think the reverse osmosis just just filters well, it. They, yeah, I've seen the two different versions. There's the ones with the three canisters this is that effectively is just a filtration. Right, system. right, right, right. There is no sort of backwash aspect to that that I'm aware of. Right. But then there's the other ones that have the three filters plus a tank. Right. That's the one we were working on. The three. Yeah, and the tank is like a gallon, tank. two yeah. gallon can, right. tank or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sure they're all different. But the one we yeah. were working on, he said it actually. You use more water, more water to create time to update to a new one. Filtered water, yeah. Yeah, it's time to update something a little more effective and right. efficient. You know, I mean, I'm sure Brita has one they could sell. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what my boys use. They they just fill up their little Brita pitcher and stick yeah. in the fridge. That's what they do. Sure. See, I don't there. like cold water, so I don't like it in the fridge. Is that right? <gasps> well, like set it on the counter. Just set it. Brita will work on the counter too. All about so cold it'll, water. It'll work on the counter. The thing the thing that up, upsets me is all this bottled water. I mean, it's, you it's, go to Sam's Club and you see the, the devil. The you see, I mean, plastic yeah. bottles lined up. I grew up here drinking out of the hose, right? But now I have to have bottled water. I know. Like I don't know where, where I, why I ever. When you were a kid, habit. buying water, really? Unheard of. Buy water? Are you kidding have, me? They didn't have bottled water. No, bottled water was a joke. I think you bought yeah. Perrier was the I only think, bottled water we ever knew about yeah, when we were kids. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, par- your parents would buy something to put in their uh, their iron, like when the, the oh yeah, the distilled thing. water, distilled water, distilled water. 
Yes. Yeah. We didn't bother. We just let the iron go. <laughs> we used to tap water for that, too, and then the iron broke, and so we all got to get a new iron. I grew up on Kool-Aid and Tang, and that was just tap water. That's right. I know that the audience is going, yeah, yeah. They're like, they're all nodding, yep. I remember that. I'm yeah. paying for water. Oh my goodness! You go, you know. So anyway, that but that's where we are today. And yeah, bottled water, guilty of it. You know, and, and the look, plastics are the problem. That's the thing. It's the plastic. Yeah, you have to out. be a good recycler if you're doing this that's all the, the thing. time. Guys, uh, we're coming up on another uh, break. We're going to run a few commercials and come back. We still got a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Word on the street in the scientific community is that they they found a algae that will eat plastic and. Biodegrade it in wow. a short period of time. That's amazing. So is that's it, that's, that's a, huge. That's a game changer is it for a us. Publicly traded company. <laughs> yeah. That's something to invest in. Yeah, yeah, it would be right. Um, but plastic recycling is, is problematic, right? Because yeah. only clear totally. plastics work and yeah. and stuff like that. Well, with the almonds, almond milk is so popular, so it's. Oh, we can go back to cows. All right. That's yeah. just but not, no. it hurts people's bellies. Kyle can't I do oat milk. I, I like oat milk or almond milk. Like my kids do that. Lactate, Some people do coconut. I'm offended by the fact that they use the word milk for those things. I, uh, that's right. It's, it's, not, it's white. It's a white it, liquid. Right. It's just a white liquid. Unless it was used to feed a baby at some point. <laughs> yeah. It's not milk. Anyways, sorry. I thought, see, for me, the only test for milk is can I pour it on my cereal? Right. I don't care about that other stuff. Like, I've never given up the tolerance. Like, I, I this is one of my this is one of my favorite things is drinking a glass of milk. Yeah. I love is that it. right? I love milk. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I love ice cold, just, ooh, When so I was good. little, my parents had to, like, hold my milk away from me till I ate my dinner because I would fill up on my milk and wow. I wouldn't want to eat. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 We are boring the crap out of the audience today. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think Social. they're finding us charming. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yep. know. I hope so. Um, they're still tuning in. I'm worried in. about that last segment. <laughs> they're still tuning They're still tuning in, I think. So we'll be all right. All right. So I've got these two other articles. Well, I'm just going to do this one article about the uh, visitation. How many more segments do we have? One or this two? This is it. One more. Oh, which, one's, which one's better? The, new, the housing construction? I don't want to do the housing construction because I, I, that just goes back to every, I've been saying that for a while anyway. What were you going to say? Well, it's just it's just down. It's just it's just yeah. way 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 Slow way down, way, yeah. way way down. Yeah, I so. had an appraisal come in while in the builder, on a new home builder, and they they credited twenty five thousand dollars to help make up some difference. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. Segment four. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at eleven a.m. <laughs> if you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at seven zero two. 203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me now in studio, we have John Ingram and Cynthia Ward. You know, I got a call. I, was, I mentioned this last week. I got a call last week from one of our listeners. He was listening at Philadelphia oh, really? All right. on, on the online version. And sure. he called me because he's going to buy an investment property here in a couple of years. And love he wants, that. you know, so, so, hey, guys, call in. I'm happy to answer your questions. That's what we do. I mean, we love, we love to share this information. So Absolutely. Don't, don't be shy. Give us a ring. Um, okay, so I found this article, guys. And speaking about Las Vegas and coming to visit in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. um, this was rich, written by Richard Vallada of the Las Vegas Review Journal. It came out on the 31st of uh, January. And the headline is Las Vegas visitation shy of records but high in most categories. So they've almost – our visitations back up. The, the, the tourism – Right. Industry here has picked up dramatically. Sure. A couple things that are really important to note. Conventions are back, basically. Conventions are back in a big way. That makes a big difference for us. Huge. Huge for us. So the December visitor volume in December was three point three, a little over $3.3 million, uh, up 10% from last year. Mm. Uh, so, you know, the, the occupancy in the hotels is over 79%. 
which on a nas- nationally is phenomenal. Sure. Locally, we, we, we set a record uh, back in mid 2000s of like almost 90%. Yeah, I was going to say, there for a while, we were always in the 90s. Well, we had less rooms then, too. Yeah. We have a lot more rooms now, too. So that's another big uh, big difference. We're up almost 10% in occupied rooms. Convention attendance up 74%. Mm. There's the big number. That's the monster right there. Yeah. That moves um, the needle. That's really substantial. It really does. Um, and the average daily room rate um, went up. Uh, almost twenty percent. Well, seventeen percent. Set one seventy six a night, for up from one fifty a night. Inflation, inflation. Yeah, whatever. And demand. Supply uh, rooms are all about supply and demand. Well, and well, they have raised those resort fees. Fees are ridiculous. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the thing about resort. Resort you know, you've fees got always your hundred and seventy nine dollar room, and then they tack on another thirty fifty dollars for the right. resort fee. Yeah, I know. I know. Money grab. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a way to make your rooms look cheaper. Yeah, right? less expensive. It's kind of like a Sid. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a. <laughs> I mean, they do. I, I go Sid to visit did. California, and it's, it's just like a Sid or a lid oh, in real estate. Right. Well, <laughs> an HOA dock fee or something, <laughs> money grab. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, it's true. They, they if they can get away with, it, that's what they're going to do, and they yeah. can advertise one hundred seventy nine dollars and really charge you two twenty nine. Sure, that's yeah, what they're going to do. Think we name, don't know how to add. Okay, we're going to yeah, say name, that for an, name an industry that doesn't do that. Airlines do it. Everybody does the, it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. Auto industry does it. I mean, I feel like the only one who has to disclose it. the fees up front is me. I disclose everything. Does it doesn't mean it's okay. Oh, that's true. Okay. So we're all for different. We're all for transparency in pricing. Right. We're all for that. We're all for that. So yeah, we should tell the, the hotels. Listen, you, you know, you, you've got to include your resort fee in your rate. Show it. You know. Now they do. They do have to disclaim it. When they show right. these rates, yes. not does not include our, our resort sure. fee or whatever. Yeah, sure. like that. So they're sure. kind of telling you, yeah. By the way, it's a little more than we're telling you. Right. They're saying that, but you know, and I had um, people sales. that were just in town, and they were. What were they going to check into? I want to say the Paris or Caesars. Uh-huh. And if they wanted the check in was four o'clock, if they wanted to check in at three o'clock, it was going to be like a thirty dollar fee to check in early. Oh my goodness, is That's that ridiculous? Thing, yeah. 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 Wow. Early check out, late check out is now something we can charge for. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, we used that's to be innovation. I, I, I used to, <laughs> that's progress. That's yeah. progress, Sid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it used to be, you know, I stayed at a hotel. I'd call down and say, hey, I'm going to be a little late getting out today. They're and they like, say, no sure, problem. when are you yeah. going to be out by? And, right. and they just want to know when you're leaving. So, they, you know, because the maids can't clean every room by 1 o'clock anyway. No. That's not going to happen. No. So they're kind of okay with yeah. a few of us staying yeah. a little bit longer. Sorry, I'm a, I got us off on the Well, we're sh- you know, well, we're sharing valuable information for those who travel and go into hotels. You know, I'm you pretty can... certain we're not educating anybody right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they've all stayed in a room somewhere and know what we're talking about. So. Okay, so so the, the good news is is that Vegas is back. I mean, right. we're I mean, look, we're back in a in a big way, right. in a huge way. And next year we get next year we got the well, we got, Super Bowl yeah, we got next Bowl this That's weekend. the big one. Yeah, Pro Bowl's here. And our own Derek Carr now playing in the game. Yeah. Oh, is, is he really our own anymore, though? Yeah, is well, he? <laughs> for, for like five more minutes. February 14th, I think, yeah, that's is when the contract the, day. The, the, the year I wonder ends. where he's going to end up. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Because mm-hmm. I think he's a, I think he's actually a, a good quarterback. He's Probably. not, I don't, you know, I don't call him elite, but he's a good quarterback. I think he is a good yeah. quarterback. Sure, sure. And, and maybe with a different... Mix around him, different mojo. Yep. Yep. Maybe this fires him up. Who knows? He can play his best year ever. He could end up in Tampa Bay. I mean, they just <laughs> right. they just lost their guy. I know. That's all. That was sad. Yeah, I don't know. 
I know. You don't like <laughs> it. I don't know about sad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, I feel bad for the guy. You know, I wish he wouldn't have had to lose his family and didn't retire a year later. I you know. know. I was like, okay, well, if that was really the catalyst to uh, the divorce and he does it a year later, oops. Yeah, yeah whoops. <clears throat> I know, right? That one year, was it really worth it, Tom? Yeah. Giselle, it? just call him. Just just call him. Yeah, it's we're going to try. Right. There's a little marriage counseling going on the Come radio on, here. Bring the um, family back together. You know, Helene said the same thing. She says, I really feel bad for him because he lost his wife. And I said, well, he made, he made a choice. Yeah, I'm sure, sure she presented to him the idea, okay, yeah, you can go back to football or you can stay here. And he said, yeah, okay, I'm going back to football. Well, you have to have a, a <laughs> well, special I, level of obsession to be as good as he and was. And I'm guessing there were probably a few other issues. You think? Yeah, yeah I guess Not you're right. Not just that. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to agree with you that. To go on vacation with your jujitsu trainer that quickly after the split. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I saw a picture. That's all I'm whoa, saying. Whoa. I don't know that anything was there, but they were on vacation. So what was that guy's name? I mean, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I believe Tom's looking him up. Um, um, all right, okay. so so let me talk about let's let's get back on real estate yeah, just please, for a second. I'm going to please. talk about and, and and we found this article uh, also about home builder sales. So I'm going to talk about. It. I know I said I wasn't. I'm going to talk about it anyway. The home builders, just Eli Siegel wrote this. You know, I, I quote Eli all the time. Yes. Uh, Las Vegas Home It's your man crush. Apparently. I know, I do. <laughs> Eli and I, you know, we're like this. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas home builder sales construction plans plunged in 2022. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But, Sin, you mentioned something really interesting to me about an appraisal that didn't come. I mean, appraisals are almost a given on a new on home. New construction. Yeah, so, yeah. so my client, I think they they went under contract on their, you know, build from the ground up, let's say, September. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So things... Prices were at a certain point in September. We're getting ready to close in a week or two. Appraisal came in. Light. 40000 light. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was the price of the home? Just it was a she and it was about six fifty. Okay, after all the upgrades, that's a big number. <clears throat> what I've seen in the past, like when those situations, it's a matter of over upgrading. That's so true. I, I wonder if that she, was actually part she of this. she. Didn't really over and in the meantime between she went under contract and now no they've reduced their lot fee oh, lot premiums they? mm. they've reduced their base prices they reduced the base price they use a, that's really unusual. and they didn't grand like they didn't um, uh, work it out with her on well, her pricing so when the appraisal came in low that's when they that's when they renegotiated they they, yeah. They, yeah. Rego- they didn't give her all the difference but they gave her all but about ten thousand dollars okay back. got, got it. it interesting. Yeah, you know, because builders are really, really reluctant to change base price. Yeah, they change base price and they change lot premium. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, 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 even I in the worst of gonna, times, they were reluctant to do that. I don't think it's going to, like John said, I don't think it's going to last very long. No, no, no. I, that's the thing. And that's what I want to get back to. This window of opportunity, I think, is, gonna, is, is open right now, but it's going to be closing again because of inventory levels and interest rates dropping. Buyers, if you're a buyer out there waiting for interest rates to drop, guess what? You're not the only one. Well, yeah. and just speaking yeah. to that, this new home builder... My client was getting three percent towards closing costs. Now they're only offering two. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. So towards, towards new construction. So they they see something coming down the pipe. I think too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, they're already yeah. you know they're just moving the numbers around. Builders yeah. are so yeah. fickle sometimes. They really are, and they drive me crazy. Uh, I mean, they drive me crazy in terms of the way they interact with us as I real know. estate agents. Oh yeah, it's 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 you know it's very fickle. It is very fickle. Fickle is there's one in particular. It's a gen, it's a generous term. Yes, yeah. it is indeed. Okay, so well, that I think that's interesting to find out that that's what happens, and I think that we need to know that that again, it, you know, and I, we're not, we're not here to sell you guys. That's we're here right. to inform. I mean, yeah. we really. You, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know me. I'm not here to say, oh my god, you better get out there and buy right now. That's not what I'm about. But I am going to say this: I think this window is is here now. 
and I think it's going to close. It's going to shut down. So I think I, you need I, to be I aware of that. With you, that's where I'm, I stand on this. Yeah, I think if interest rates fall, buyers get more buyers get excited, come back into this marketplace, right. and they overwhelm the amount of inventory that we have. Yep. So no doubt about yeah. it. What a fun real estate hour we've had. I want to thank Mark, our production director. I got to thank Carly again for doing a great job. Thank and thank you, our outstanding expert contributors today, that being John Ingram and <laughs> Cynthia Ward. Uh, you've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. <clears throat> I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. Next week, we'll have another wonderful hour. We're going to have Rick Senemi here and Daniel Hess. Um, if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, including clothespins, water, or almonds, Tom Brady, we, Tom Brady <laughs> uh, by all means, give me a call. <laughs> Uh, at 702-203-1165. Uh, you can also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's LV Real Estate Radio. And like and follow us on social media. Our handle being at LV Real Estate Radio. Nobody should Google Giselle and Clothespin at the same time. Just don't do that. That could be a problem. That could be a problem. Right. Yes. Google and I want to... Separately. I also want to thank you. I'm going to thank John. I already thank you, John, didn't I? Uh, I want to thank our listeners uh, for joining us this week. Remember, while we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn understand, and and then act. act. Uh, We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday 11. Thanks for listening.